1: Coming up today on The Story. I remember at the time, we were believing for a way to go home because we hadn't seen our families in two years. And we went to our immigration lawyer and asked him, do we qualify for a green card? What do we need? And he said in the conversation, he's like, you know what? A Grammy nomination isn't enough. You actually have
0: to win one. The The Story. G'day, I'm Jimmy Colfax. Welcome to The Story. Well, today we have part three of our conversation with Grammy Award winning singer, songwriter and musician, Mitch Wong. Last time we heard how the Lord opened doors for him to be able to move to Nashville, Tennessee and write Christian songs. Also, we heard how he met his wife, Steph, who was also a singer. Today, we'll hear the story behind Mitch winning a Grammy Award and how it was an answer to prayer in more ways than one. Once again, Mitch Wong is chatting with Eric Scatavo in our Melbourne studios.
1: So the story is Kyle Lee and Dwan Hill are producers and songwriters, and they were working on CeCe Winans' album, so they were doing it all, and they had 12 songs, I'm pretty sure, and technically they were just done like we've got enough for an album we can just you know release it now if we want but they felt especially kyle he's like i just feel like there's one more song for cc and i remember the three of us getting together and we were praying about an idea and kyle was actually mowing his lawn <laughs> and he was going oh like we just need to like now I know why a-
2: were you in on this
1: well we're friends Oh, okay. So, we'd written before mm-hmm. and it, that's the nature of Nashville is when mm-hmm. you're friends, you just go, well, how about we just set up this songwriting session with the three of us and we'll try and write a song.
2: Wow, okay. Yeah. it's really, That's how it works. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Very, you know, pretty chill, collaborative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was mowing his lawn and he said, we just have to believe for the right idea for Cece. We just have to believe for it. Mm-hmm. And as soon as he said, believe for it, it was like a light bulb went off. He's like, whoa, what if we wrote a song called Believe For It? Mm-hmm that encourage Christians to remember the promises of Jesus and believe for them. We actually didn't write it in the same room. We wrote it over Google Docs. Oh, okay. Which I've never done before huh. and never since. Yeah. It was so much fun. It was. We were just, you know, typing all these ideas into the Google Doc and we were calling each other to, you know, have some melodies. Mm-hmm. But we write this song called Believe For It. We send it to Cece and it really resonates with her and mm. she adds a little bit on the mm-hmm. end, which is, mm-hmm. I think, the best bit of the song. <laughs> um, but she ended up recording that song And the most beautiful part of this story is that song for so many people has been like an anchor Mm. to them of faith. Mm -hmm. And I remember, I mean, I I sent it to my pastor, Alex, when she had cancer Mm. and she just needed songs that would encourage her, Mm -hmm. that would just like remind her of the word, Mm -hmm. songs of just pure faith. And so that really, it was beautiful to hear how that encouraged her and so many others. And I remember um, at the time, we were, speaking of believing for it, we were believing for a way to go home because we hadn't seen our families in two years mm. or more. And we went to our immigration lawyer mm-hmm. and asked him, do we qualify for a green card? Because at that stage, we were on a, a visa called uh, the O-1, mm-hmm. which is kind of a creative visa. But the green card, and if you don't know what that is, it's permanent residence in the States. Mm, And it just lets you go back and forth from the States to Australia. Mm -hmm. So, we ask him, what do we need? And he was kind of taking a look through, I guess, my resume and like songs that I've written. And because you need to show the government, does this person qualify? Mm. And he said- in the conversation, he's like, you know what? A Grammy nomination isn't enough. You actually have to win one oh. to show the government that you should be able to stay. Wow. That's so pretty steep. I know. And the Grammy nominations hadn't even been announced. So, it's not like we were, you know, writing songs to do that. But mm-hmm. we had already written Belief for it. Mm-hmm. Fast forward a few months, it gets nominated for a Grammy. Yeah. Then fast forward a few more months, and it gets it wins the Grammy. Wow. For best Christian contemporary song, and wow. Obviously, we were just so blown away and mm-hmm. encouraged. It's it was a really beautiful way to be encouraged in that way. Mm-hmm. But when that happened, I I look to Steph, and we kind of have this moment of realizing this is actually a miraculous way that God is making for us to go home and see our family. I mean, it's
2: pretty cool in and of itself. Yeah. (laughs) I mean,
1: it is. And it it is beautiful. And I think I am so grateful for being Australian because we're so unassuming in general Mm. and very down to earth. Mm. And that's something that we've tried to preserve. Mm -hmm. Um, But I remember having that moment with Steph of just realizing God is actually making a way for us to go home, to see our families. I never
2: thought of winning a grammy as a way of getting a green card. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So we're so blessed I've heard in of that people way. people <laughs> marrying somebody to get a green card or yeah, other things but I know. getting a grammy there are that's about definitely that. unique. Yeah.
1: But um so we applied maybe a month later mm-hmm. and found out in 2 weeks that we'd been approved mm-hmm. for the green card. So that was just Got the grammy, you're yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. And it was just a beautiful miracle for us mm-hmm. and it probably took, you know, processing five months later mm-hmm. for the green cards to come. And then we're in Melbourne now. Mm-hmm. So, that that's the first time in three
2: years that so, we're able to see our family. So, why this is important for you is this allows you to go back and forth between Australia and the United States to do what you enjoy yes. doing and what the Lord has led you to do. Yeah.
1: Because mm-hmm. once you apply for a green card, you're you essentially stuck in the States until mm-hmm. you get one. Mm-hmm. So, when that finally came and we had it in our hands, that just means that we can travel back and forth. We, mm, yeah. So, uh, it lasts for 10 years. Mm. So, pretty much we're in the States for the next 10 years, mm. but we have the freedom to go to Australia whenever mm. we like. Yep. So, it's been so beautiful to see family for yeah. the past three, three weeks oh, wow. and just yeah. catch up with them. Yeah. I mean, there are nieces that we hadn't met yeah. and just- it's just been awesome and mm-hmm. I will say it's been a beautiful three weeks of eating food <laughs> and drinking coffee because those are when two things. What did you miss things. the most? Oh, mate. All the Malaysian food. Oh, okay. So, not a had, lot of Malaysian food in no, Nashville? It's a, it's a desert to put it lightly. <laughs> yeah. so, fried chicken, I'd imagine. Yeah, there's a lot. There's plenty of fried chicken yeah. and, and, you know fried food in general, yeah, but yeah. Um, not much Malaysian. Mm-hmm. So it's been really good to do that and just yeah. see family, but also, you know, just have some rest and just a, a, a time of blessing with family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's actually really cool because the album just released in when I was in Melbourne mm-hmm. and we
2: were able to celebrate that together as a yeah, family. And, yeah. yeah, it's been really cool. So we've heard a lot of the highlights. You've had some challenges, but were, are there any other big challenges that you've gone through? I think the biggest challenge for me in the area
1: of songwriting and music Mm -hmm. has been that thing that we were talking about because one of the red flags when I was preparing to move to Nashville, I know that Nashville can be, it's not always like this, but it can be machine like Mm. in that sometimes you just, you know, churn one song after the other, just like, let's try and get a hit. Yeah. Can it
2: just become like a nine to five job? Yes. And how do you keep? It fresh and sincere. Well,
1: that's the that's the challenge. Mm. And I think it's not a once-off decision because mm. I've always had that conviction, I need to protect the tenderness of writing and I mm. never want to write anything that doesn't mean anything mm. to me or, yeah. or hasn't come from a genuine place of worship. Mm. So, it's awesome to have people, you meet people who have done it for a long time mm-hmm. and you glean off their wisdom. Mm. And one of them, a hero of mine is Matt Redman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just an well amazing mm-hmm. songwriter worship leader and he I've watched him and he's been this pillar in the community of mm-hmm. just remaining humble and remaining the heart of worship yes one of his classics exactly yeah. mm-hmm. and it says everything that he lives by mm-hmm. so it's been cool to glean off these people mm-hmm. and I think it's just a constant heart check it's mm-hmm. a constant yeah. sifting yeah. of my motive going why am I doing this um, that's been the biggest challenge because mm-hmm. it is, if you're not careful mm-hmm. and if you don't keep on assessing your motive, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you can fall into, I just want to be successful and I want to, mm-hmm. you know, achieve this and you forget that it's I got actually, one Grammy, I can get two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, it can become like that mm-hmm. for some. Yeah. And I think that's not at least what I'm aiming for. I'm really aiming for people to encounter God and learn about him through songs and to bless god with songs mm-hmm. so if that stuff happens it's great and, mm-hmm. and yep. we're grateful yep. for it but mm-hmm. it's never the priority and yeah. i think that's taken a lot of heart checks and it's taken a great wife
2: <laughs> she's oh, well, awesome. that's good. yeah so well, so she keeps you in 100%. check as far as yeah your focus i've said to her to i've said to her aren't wives wonderful <laughs> oh they're just the best
1: you know i've said to her if i ever get a big head about anything just just slap me <laughs> and she's never had to do that thank god but it's good to have right, that do you know she a, a would. kind of a, <laughs> She absolutely would. <laughs>
0: That's the Grammy Award-winning song Believe For It by CC Winans that was co-written by our guest today, Mitch Wong. We'll hear more of Mitch's life journey, including how he's now singing his own songs. That's all coming up when we return right here on The Story. The Story. We're back with more of Eric Scatterbo chatting with Grammy award-winning singer, songwriter and worship leader, Mitch Wong, who was born and raised in Australia and now lives in Nashville. Up to this point, Mitch has mostly been talking about songs he wrote or co-wrote for other people to record and perform. Next, we'll hear how Mitch starts to record his own songs as he shares more of his story.
3: My is still on the throne
1: and my is still on the throne You just can't forget that songwriting isn't really about you. It's mm. about oh, good point. how can we bless other people and how can we bless God. Yeah. So, songwriting has been the main thing for a long time Mm -hmm. and the past year and a half has been expanding that into singing some of the songs.
2: Yeah, I was going to say you were predominantly a songwriter. Yes. So, now you've expanded from being a songwriter to singing now with your own music coming out?
1: Yeah. So, my first album just came out. Mm -hmm. So, how did it progress to that? Good question. I think as an early 20-year-old, remember how I I love pop music? Mm -hmm. I used to Wonder, should I sing Christian music or should I sing pop music? Because I love singing both. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have any clarity about it. So, I buried that dream essentially. Mm. And I felt God bring it back a year later. And he said, one day you're going to sing contemporary Christian music. Mm. So, I'd been hanging on to that word Mm. and just waiting. And I remember we moved to the States, you know, beginning of 2020. And it Mm. wasn't long after that. I felt God say, I want you to release this song called Still on the Throne, Mm -hmm. which I'd written about three years before that on Mm -hmm. one of my Nashville trips. Mm -hmm. And we actually wrote that song in response to a really tragic situation. A friend of a friend had his wife had just given birth to their first baby Mm -hmm. girl. And by the end of the day, the wife had passed away because of internal bleeding that had gone unnoticed. Oh, wow. So it was just, tragic Mm, and i remember the friend who i wrote this song with he was this guy's worship pastor Mm. and he was you know thinking what do i say and Mm, what do you say in something like this and Mm -hmm. sometimes there isn't really much to say Mm. and you just have to be there you know this is real life it's real life and it happens Mm -hmm. and we ended up uh we were just in the kitchen pretty shaken up and one of the things that he said in that conversation was all i know is that jesus is still on the throne Mm. And mm-hmm. that's probably all I have to hold on to right now. So I remember hearing that and I'm just like, I, I really want to write a song about that. So mm. the next day we actually wrote this song called Still on the Throne, just about God being mm. close to us when we grieve and mm. also sovereign. He mm. still reigns. And
3: my redeemer, still on the throne.
1: It wasn't the way I expected to start releasing music under my name, Mm -hmm. but it was such a beautiful way because I I just did it independently Mm -hmm. and put it out and it was great. And just Mm -hmm. it it reached the people that it needed to reach. And Mm -hmm. that was the beginning of releasing music. And I remember there was one sleepless night, probably in the end of 2020, Mm -hmm. and I couldn't get to sleep until 6 a.m., because I felt God downloading all of these ideas for songs. And Steph, gracious Steph, she had to put up with me, you know, with my phone to my mouth, like recording all of these little ideas all night. But it was just amazing the the amount of songs. It was probably seven songs, Mm. not full, but Mm. just really like core, you know, choruses or Mm. lyrics or whatever Mm. melodies. And I remember waking up the next day and as a songwriter up until that point, I'd been so used to getting a song idea and almost like a word of knowledge for someone mm. or a word of encouragement. Mm. Like I'd get a song idea and someone's name would pop into my head. I'm like, Oh, I need to save this song for mm. this person. Mm-hmm. And it's so cool how God moves like that because it really encourages them. And it's like, mm. that's exactly how, yeah. what I needed to say. How did you know yeah. that? So when that happens, is really cool. Yeah. And I'd been used to that. But when these songs happen and, and, the ideas for them came. I felt God say, I actually don't want you to give them away. I want you to sing these. Mm. So, that was definitely new territory for me, and I never experienced did you have that.
2: that option? Like, you're working in Nashville. Yep. You're making songs for other people. Did they ever say, oh, by the way, and if you ever want to record your own, did well, you have that option, or I mean, I was this something different?
1: You don't really need permission. Oh. So, in Nashville, I mean, it's just a time thing. Like, I, I was- most of my time was taken up with songwriting Mm. and then when i felt god say i want you to sing these songs then that's a commitment Mm. to finish the songs and find people who are going to be able to produce them and a team to help release them so in the end i i ended up releasing this album with my publisher Mm. integrity music Mm. and they've just been amazing So, they were
2: encouraging you. Yeah, go for it. Yeah,
1: and they really... So, I showed them a few of the songs and the first song I showed them was actually called Bloom Mm -hmm. and it's a song about the simplicity of the gospel Mm -hmm. and I remember, you know, as a 14-year-old kid, I accepted Jesus into my heart Mm -hmm. and that decision was a seed. Mm -hmm. It started... So, the first lyric is, it started with faith as small as a seed. Mm But from that, when you plant that seed into the ground, it grows.
3: It started with faith,
1: as small as a seed. Yeah, everything changed the day I believed. My sins washed away, these blind eyes could see. The gospel
3: keeps on giving, and it won't end with me.
1: And I remember showing that to integrity. And that really resonated with Mm. them as Mm -hmm. an organization. Mm -hmm. So, they were like, okay, let's work together on this and release this album. And we ended up doing that. And it was just a really cool experience because all of these songs tell a story. Mm. And there are nine songs and one instrumental track in the Mm. middle. And the story that this album tells is, it's a journey from burial to bloom. Mm. So, the first song is called Burial and that's all about how we have to die to ourselves to become a new creation mm-hmm. and Jesus even died, was buried for three days and was resurrected and it's all about um, the whole album is a journey from, you know, we need to surrender and then find the joy that waits beyond surrender mm-hmm. and I feel like we go through times where we feel like we're giving out all we're losing things. We're letting go of things in our hands. Mm. We go through seasons of grief, mm. but I wanted to write an album that had songs that explained that, yes, that is necessary, mm. but also there's hope mm. beyond that. Yeah. And I'll just talk about one more song in the middle of the album called to be with the Lord. And that's where the title of the album comes from. It's a beautiful ending, a blessed beginning. Mm. And I wrote that song for a friend of mine when she lost her dad Early mm. and he was ending this chapter on earth right mm. in in a beautiful way and he was also starting a new chapter in heaven mm-hmm. and the, mm-hmm. the lyric that came to my heart was to be with the Lord what a beautiful ending what a blessed beginning mm. to be with the Lord in the glory of heaven in the sound of the singing mm. and it's a song about how it's a beautiful way to end, to mm. be with the Lord, but it's mm. also the start of an amazing mm. eternity. It's a beautiful mm-hmm. beginning. And there's hope in that as mm-hmm. as Christians, because our loved ones, when they go to be with the Lord, they're singing, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty in heaven. Mm-hmm. And we're singing that on earth. And mm. it's it's like this beautiful connection point. Wow. they're singing the exact same song Mm. just in you know a different place Mm. and it's only a matter of time before we'll all be around his throne singing Mm. together but it was it was a song that i wanted to write for her to comfort her in Mm. her grief yeah and she ended up singing it with me to be
3: with the lord what a beautiful What a blessed beginning to be with the Lord. In the glory of heaven, in the sound of the singing.
1: So her name's Stephanie Gretzinger. She's just amazing. She's not only incredibly wise Mm. and kind, but she's an amazing worship leader as well. So um, it's been a really cool experience to have songs that I feel responsible for,
2: mm. and it's like it's like babies. <laughs> like, yeah. So this is like the next step in your progression. Yeah, and I'm
1: ne- I'm definitely not going to neglect songwriting because mm. I think that'll still be the main thing. Mm. But it's just been definitely new territory to expand into singing mm. some of those yeah. songs. Yeah. Because when you sing them. It's like you've walked through these mm. things that you're singing about so you get to sing that with authority and get to sing over people mm. who perhaps haven't experienced that or mm. haven't found that revelation and it's it just feels really close to my heart mm. so That's great. Yeah, it's fun. Final question for yes. you.
2: It looks like the law degree isn't gonna be used very much. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't think it will either. <laughs> Aside from helping songwriting, I don't think I don't think I'm gonna use it that much.
2: <laughs> oh, all right. Mitch, it's been so great to hear your story, all the exciting things happening. Thank you so much for sharing. Eric, with us. thanks for having me.
1: To be
3: with the Lord. What a beautiful ending. What a blessing.
0: That's the song, To Be With The Lord, written by our guest today, Mitch Wong, and sung by Mitch, along with worship leader Stephanie Gretzinger. As we heard, that song was written to comfort Stephanie after her father died. It's been described as a funeral worship song and contains the powerful words, To Be With The Lord, What A Beautiful Ending, What A Blessed Beginning. Well, to find out more about Mitch Wong and his music, you can go to his website, mitchwongmusic.com. Once again, that's mitchwongmusic.com. Well, thanks so much for joining us for this three-part series featuring the life story of Grammy Award-winning singer, songwriter and worship leader, Mitch Wong. Until next time, I'm Jimmy Colfax, encouraging you to share your story with someone today. The story, just another way vision is helping you look to God daily.
1: Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.